Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Clutch Gene Podcast. It's Monday night in Melbourne. Skaters are out, summer's around the corner. Everyone's generally feeling good. We've got the four here, the stretch four. Tom? Mikey? Good I'm ready to rock and roll, man. What's going on? Just excited for the season start. Two days. We did the East. We're going to do the West. We've got Steph here as well. Two days. Really excited. Took the day off. Yeah, we're all taking the day off. I'm going to sleep for six hours over the next two days. <laughs> Four and then two. Not three and three. Four and then two. Yeah, because huh? you've got to wind it down. You know, mm. Four, it's two days before. Two hours, one day before. I'm not sleeping, man. We can stay up all night. Play 2K, my plan. We'll play 2K. Yeah. All right, done. Steph, what are, we, uh, what are we doing today, mate? So we're going to run through the Western Conference 8 to start off with. Then we're going to look at those fringe teams. You know, there's a lot of teams we got that are around there. And then we're going to look at that bottom four as well um, and give you our take on each team and what we expect, where they're going to finish. We're going to run through it from the order of last year with the teams, starting with the Warriors. So the Warriors were 57 and 25 last year and finished first in the West. Um, Dom, I'm going to throw to you first. Where do you have the Warriors, mate? Just eating me up inside for weeks. <laughs> and even more so after seeing them just the last game against the Lakers when they played against the Lakers third stringers and they just like did not look very good defensively at all. I was worried, rumbling, grumbling, not sure of myself. Crying. I wasn't I was I was almost crying. <laughs> almost crying. Almost crying. And then I remembered they've got Steph. They've got Steph. They've got Steph. <laughs> that's the that's the end of it for me. And I think they're gonna be fine that Glenn Robinson can actually be a defender. Like, he can actually be a wing defender better than what we've seen before. Indiana Day is not too bad. Kevon Looney, Draymond Green. We'll leave it at that with Steph. But I think, yeah. We I can see why finished. people are worried. I, can, I got them finishing sixth. I've, ch- I've been up and down, back and forth. Had them out for a period. Back in. What about you? I have them sixth as well. As well? Yeah. It's pretty unanimous because I'm going to make it the devil's number six here because there's three sixes. And I'll give you my take on the Warriors because I'm I'm not riding that Glenn Robinson wagon with their wings. I think they're screwed at the small forward position. They're going to struggle for depth there. But again, I'm seeing a backcourt that is just way too much scoring to deny. Um, I think they'll be fine in regular season. They're going to struggle come playoffs if they don't have Clay Thompson. Um, but for the most part, they'll be able to put wins on the board. That starting five is still really strong defensively as well. So I think they're going to be able to make the eight and finish six. Dwayne? This is my first take, and it's probably going to be my hottest take for the pod. But um, I have the Warriors for finishing ninth. Ooh. Yeah. Two reasons. Perimeter defending and uh, the dynamic between Steph and D'Angelo. So for the perimeter defending, they lost KD, they lost Iggy, and they lost Clay for the season. You can't just make that up. Like, the Warriors have been a great offensive team for five years, but they've also been a top-ten defensive team for five years. And missing those three guys is going to be huge. And with the dynamic with Steph and D'Lo, D'Angelo needs the ball a lot. Clay was a guy who could move without the ball, cut, slash. He didn't need it so much. Eight dribbles and you're getting you 16 points, right? D'Angelo always needs the ball. So I, I'm just curious how that dynamic's going to work. I'm actually just not sure, and that's why I have them ninth. Might be a conversation for another day, but I really think that uh, that take could uh, relate to trying to fit KD in the same way. So I think D'Lo will be fine fitting in. And oh, I don't know, man. I'm, just, I'm now even, we're talking about it and the points Dwayne's making. 
I'm thinking semi. I know that you're on the fence, but more leaning more towards the negative. I'm, I might be, but State. I don't want to give up my. I don't want to give up. I can't. All the stars that we've seen before, superstars, we've seen Harden carry a team in the West to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We've seen Russ carry a team to the West in the playoffs. We've seen probably LeBron, if he probably wasn't injured last year, I reckon he, that team probably would have made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Gone very, very yeah, close. Sure. We've seen teams before, superstars before, in that conference do it. And I think it's now it's Steph's time, man. Yeah, it's Steph's time to actually do it. I know it's five championship runs that they've come off. But I think the pride has still got to be there and you still got to go in there and do it and that's what he's going to do. So compile another chapter on the legacy, you know what I mean? I so. Let's see how it goes for them. It's going to be an interesting season. Second was the Nuggets with 54 and 28 last season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dwayne, the Nuggets are your team. I'll let you have first crack at them. The Nuggets, um, yeah, I think we'll finish around the same 54 wins. Uh, I have them third though this year, one step lower just because of uh, the Clippers and the Lakers and how talented they are. But I like where we're going. We're continuing our progression. And we're one of the few teams that um, have kept our core together. It's pretty much the same list. You know, Jamal, Jokic, uh, Gary Harris, Malik Beasley, Torrey Craig, Monte Morris. And um, also the addition of Jeremy Grant, which, I will, which will help on defense. The only thing is with us, we're out. We're a fun team, but fun teams always have high turnovers, and we we've done we did that last season, and we've done it in the preseason. It's been a big problem for you in the yeah. preseason so far. Twenty four turnovers just a couple of days ago in one game. So my take with Denver is, I and they got I think Jeremy Grant's now their best your best defender, your best yeah. perimeter defender, your best rim protector. Him and Millsap at OKC probably showed last year best best season can actually shoot the ball. So yep. that's a good thing. I think with Denver is. I don't think they're going to win the NBA title. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they've got any chance for some... I just don't rate them at that level. However, in the regular season, I think they're going to be one of those teams that they have to finish first if they want to give themselves a chance. So you've got them finishing first? I've got them finishing first, but I don't have them a chance like winning the winning a chip. I know that sounds super stupid, but sense. playoff-wise... It's almost like a Raptors in the East take when LeBron was like there. That. Definitely like that. I know it's crazier in the West, but that's what I got. So, my take on the Nuggets is similar to Dwayne's. They're, they're finishing around third, but I think... I look at their roster, they didn't get worse, but they don't exactly jump off the page at me. Um, Jamal Murray, was he worth that contract? Yeah, that's a, that's a discussion for another day. But he's going you know, to have to try and earn that, and I don't think he's going to live up to that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be an interesting season, but in saying that all, they're going to finish third. They're, they're still a team that can easily put up 50 wins. Um, Jokic is going to be an MVP contention again, um, yeah. undeniably. Yeah. Um, and they're well coached. Yeah. Um, Malone could be it's a sneaky the, for coaching. For me, it's the depth. It's the fact that they got nine guys deep in a stacked West that they can rotate consistently. But again, Mike, you said it before it's probably a good take. For me, they're just like the Raptors of the West. Like they could finish first, but I they don't just think lack killer instincts. No one's going to take them seriously against a Kawhi and a LeBron come postseason time. But that's obviously an argument that we'll have throughout the season. Might rely on Michael Porter Jr. Future, who knows? Huh? In the future, Michael Porter Jr. Well, on yeah, media say. day, on media day, Malone actually said that Michael Porter Jr. might actually get the starting small forward spot. So you it's reckon? just a matter of time of when that could happen. If he's got it in his thinking now, if he's fully fit through the first 10, 15 games, he might producing. see a shift. And he's producing. We know how talented he is. He's number one out of high school. So I've got them. Uh, I've got them in third. 
I just think they're like like Dwayne. I think the Lakers and the Clippers are just a, a little bit more advanced. Interesting take. Trailblazers, fifty-three and twenty-nine, finished third. I almost thought they overachieved until I saw what they did in the playoffs, and then I was like, "Dame's legit." Um, Mikey, I'll throw to you first. What do you have on Portland? On Portland, I've got them sitting in eighth. So I'm not gonna. I'm not overly bullish on their chances this season. I, I, you said it before as well. I think the loss of Nurkic. I oh know you said it before, Dom. The loss of Nurkic is is a bad one. Uh, obviously, it's offset by the inclusion of Hassan, Hassan Whiteside. Um, however, I, I just troubles. we know his troubles. We don't know if whether he's going to stay fit. Maybe a new um, environment. A new environment Change might zero. reinvigorate him and and. His mentality might strengthen. Not getting bashed by Pat Riley every every day. Another thing as well is if he goes down too, they do have some experience in Pau Gasol, but I just I don't I'm not sold on their their depth at the at the three spot. Um, mm. I don't think Hazonia's enough. I don't think Hood's enough. Would of you course, still have I've, him sneaking in the eight. I've got him in the eight. I've got him in the eight. Pure doubles factor. Just pure Dame is the second best point guard in the NBA. That's probably going to get them through. And the combination with CJ. And you know what? I think it's time CJ actually lifts his playoff performance into the regular season. I think the last couple of times, even the playoff playoffs that just went previously now, he yeah. balled out. He yeah. balled out. There was times where he carried. In the series, they got knocked out. He's probably much better than Dame. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's time that he takes that next step and probably cements himself as an elite two-guard. Carry the form into the regular season. Like top mm-hmm. echelon. Yeah, I actually have them finishing fifth. Um, again, Lillard and McCollum, they're second best backcourt in the league. Well, this year they'll be the best, right? Yeah, probably yeah, they'll, be the they'll best, probably yeah. be the best. Um, I actually like that they have three. They have three bigs. Better than you know? James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Yeah, that's a hot take. Oh, I thought about that for three seconds after I said it. I was just like, mm, forgot about that. Yeah, I take that back. Nah, actually, Russell Westbrook and James Harden got their number, but. Yeah. They can they can put they can put numbers on the board all day. Eleven turnovers a game. <laughs> mm. We'll talk about Houston pretty soon. Yeah, we'll talk. Steph, are the Blazers at fifth? Dame Lillard had a fantastic season. He took that into the playoffs. He's motivated. He's not going to take days off. He'll play a full season. Um, I'm Dom. I 100% agree. CJ just needs to bring it consistently the way yes, he yeah. did in the playoffs. Um, they're going to have to make up for the lack of depth they have at the wing and even the power forward. Zach Collins looks to start at the power forward this year. You know, we're kind of challenging how long that'll last. It really depends on what kind of Sam Whiteside that we get. Um, And I think that can definitely change what their outlook is like um, if he doesn't perform off the bat. They'll be very shallow. And it rides on how Collins produces as well in the starting spot. So I reckon the Trailblazers, I know this is a completely different discussion than we... But trade-wise, they look like they're ready to make a trade Mm. for that four spot. And I think two Mm. players that we'll probably look at for me would in terms of fit, one would be Danilo Gallinari and the other is obviously who they've chased and been touted for is Kevin Love and what happens over there. So can they get a package and then you can move Collins to the five if he doesn't go in that deal? I don't know, but... They definitely have the assets for it. Yeah, I just don't... I I can't buy into White's. I've got him finishing eighth and that's... Yeah, they're going down on my books. Next are our producer's beloved Houston Rockets. 53 and 29, finished fourth last year. Um, I know Dom shares a love for the Rockets now, given his boys there. Well, I love ride or die. Me and Yannick are riding or dying now. That's it, together. 
number they're basically number one league pass team just to see what happens on a on a daily night of how many threes Russell jacks up now in that system. <laughs> He's a shooter now, man. Versus also seeing how awesome it would be with both of them succeeding together and performing really well. I personally think I've got them finishing fourth. I think they're still going to be an elite Western Conference team. And I think, like we've seen last year, the what did third and fourth finish with the same amount of wins last year in the West? Third and fourth? Yeah. So even when we're talking about these top four, it's like by a smidgen. And I probably think it's going to be again. Mm-hmm. They'll be an elite team. I think seeing Russell Westbrook in a spread pick and roll is going to be very fun to see with actual some shooters around that he never had at OKC. And they get along very well together, both of them. I've got him finishing fourth. Harden will do his thing. Russell fit into a system and probably take a little bit of a step back. But he's got to shoot better on catch and shoot threes. That's like got to happen. Yeah, I got the Rockets fourth as well. Just based on the talent. Like you got two MVPs on the same team. How often does that happen? Is that... Last team would be Golden State. Yeah. The la- That's it. And I don't know who was before that. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. But um, they've still got Eric Gordon who can flat out score. I actually like that Ben McLemore has been added to the team. He's yeah. just another shoot. He just shoots the three. Mm-hmm. He just fits well with that system. Stand and shoot. Yep. And he's going to be getting almost... more minutes with Gerald Green out. I think he's yeah. trash. I think he's trash from what I saw in the preseason. Yeah. He didn't shoot the ball very well. I'm not following oh. Ben McLemore. I think he's a reject. Yeah, well, but really? Yeah, Are you yeah, sure? Man, we're talking six, system. seven minutes a night, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate, this is what we're seven. debating. Right. We're getting real fickle, though, about it. <laughs> Oh, that's okay. Finicky, you know, finicky. I've got finicky. the, I've got the Rockets. Out. Not fickle, cut that out. Write it down. I've got the Rockets fourth as well. Um, the dynamic of Harden and Westbrook is going to be fantastic. It's going to be interesting to see who's going to take more of the ball, how they're going to figure out, are they going to be best friends or are going to be worst enemies? Mm. Is James Harden going to regret kicking Chris Paul out of town? The- um, Russell Westbrook took 5.6 threes a game last season at 29%. Yeah. he's not shooting less three ball. What I'm excited to see, though, is that a lot of these are going to be less off the dribble and more a catch and shoot because mm. he's got a playmaker like James Harden who can get him an open shot. Yeah, and I think that is going to be the make or break of this Houston Rockets team. I have them at fourth simply on star power because I think they're going to make it work. Do you know what the best way to describe the Houston Rockets this year, I think? It's going to be champagne razor blades. Oh, 100 It's going to be champagne razor blades. <laughs> yeah. Because the fights they're going to have when it comes down to the... Th- and Russ is doing those dribble up the yeah, court, yeah, yeah. standing jacked up threes, and we're going to be like, why? There's 21 seconds. There's 20, there's 20 seconds on the shot clock, please. No, but was... number one league pass, just to see that. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. It's great. The West is just exciting top to bottom. So the Jazz at fifth last season, 50 and 32 um, did really well in the offseason. Brought in Mike Conley. Um, brought in... Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich as well. Um, they lost Ricky Rubio, but I mean, they replaced that talent immediately. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with them. Mikey, we... where do you have them? I have Utah. I've always liked Utah. Even when they had Rubio. Um, I had the, I've got them in fifth. Uh, I think Conley brings them... In the same spot as last year. I don't think they go up or down. I think Conley brings them a bit more reliability at the point guard spot. Uh, less erratic turnovers, trying to flick a pass behind your head while doing a cartwheel. And, um, and we said it before, the open shooting of Rubio compared to Conley. It's, it's 20 points a night compared to 12 points a night. And shooting 40 Bogdanovich bring, Yeah, correct. And uh, Bogdanovich as well, he adds another bit of scoring punch. Uh, 
Obviously, it goes without saying, Rudy Gobert, one of the best defenders in the game and just an absolute presence at the centre. If, if he stays fit, we know how they can do it. And Three we, times? Is that three times? He's, he's going to go. Back to back, he's going for three times. Wow. It's outrageous. That is outrageous. And uh, Donovan Mitchell, we, we spoke about him earlier off, uh, you know, off the recording. And uh, I, I'm not sold on him. I think I still need to see a little bit more. Um, so what are you? I didn't see from him now that they've got the extra spacing on the floor. Mm. Basically, you want to see smarter shot taking. Mm. You want to see better shot selection. We saw, we saw how bad it was in the playoffs against Houston. I think they got... They got bounced out by, and his shooting was atrocious. It was ridiculous. It was like 25 points a game on like 26 shots. It was hero ball. So, but he had to take it because they just don't have that Mm. shot creation. Hopefully, they've got it now with a bit more spacing. You can get Joel Ingles coming off the bench. I think they stay probably about the same five, and that's probably just because there's better talent coming in. Yeah. I actually have them finishing a little bit lower at seven. Mm. Um, Mm. They did get better on paper, but again, it's. The West, and they're going to have to figure it out a little bit. You're right. Donovan Mitchell, we want to see him take better shots. I don't see that happening. Um, mm-hmm. I really think he likes to dominate the ball a little too much. Um, and while I do have him as a pretty fantastic scorer last year, some of his percentages and his unwillingness to take a three-point shot over a two-point shot mm-hmm. um, is going to hurt them a little bit, especially if he doesn't pass the ball more. I hope to see the ball a bit more in Mike Conley's hands. Um, and a little more distribution to himself and finding Gobert a lot more open in the lane. Um, but yeah, I have him seventh simply because the West is super stacked and I think they've got a little bit more to figure out than we think. We can dive into that in another pod, maybe. Two quick things that I want to see from Utah as well this year. I want to see a fit and firing Dante. Yeah. And I want to see Joe Mingles, sixth man of the year. I'm going to run that. I'm going to That'd run the, the campaign. Sixth man of the year, Joe, could be a thing if he's starting off the bench. I am going to run the campaign. 100%. Uh, Dwayne, uh, what have we got next? I've, I've got Utah f- finishing six, just dropping one spot below. Um, I, I do like their off-season additions. They're probably one of the better teams in terms of what they did in the off-season. Okay. However, the West got, the West got so much better. Um, do you know what I think with Utah before you go? I think they're just boring. Yeah, plain vanilla. Boring. I don't like to watch them for sure. Can I have some vanilla ice cream? You want some sprinkles? Nah. Nothing. You want some chocolate? Nah. Nah. I've got vanilla, man. That's my favorite flavor. I don't care. That's what they like. Uh, Now we're going to jump onto Oklahoma, who finished sixth last year. I think we can all say that we have the same notion of them dropping out of the eight. I think we have them at bat bottom four. I reckon we could uh, just swing back around to them a little bit later. So Spurs finished seventh last year with a forty-eight and thirty-four record. Mikey, thoughts on them this season? Well, it's it's pretty much the same old story again. There, they're you know making the playoff track record speaks for itself. Popovich, the organization, they just keep rocking up and doing their thing. Uh, I actually think they've got a pretty nicely well-rounded roster, uh, right through from point guard to center. The return of Dejounte Murray. Uh, I've got them sitting in seventh, staying in the same spot. Rocking up, doing the business. Demar with another year in the Spurs system. Dwayne? Yeah, well, I guess the system never fails. <clears throat> They've done it for 19, 20 seasons, making the playoffs right. I feel like it won't change. Um, Pop's going to have one more, uh, an extra season with Demar. That helps, an extra off-season off with him. Lamarcus, uh, DeJounte Murray comes back, who's like a defensive pest, tall point guard. Uh, is he a first-team first all-defense? One year? Yeah, he is. Yeah, the year before he did his ACL. The year ACL. before he did his ACL? Yeah. Yes. First-team defense. 
and he could probably make it again this year. Mm. Um, Dom, what do you think? See, I fucked up because I had Utah at five, but I wasn't supposed to have Utah at five. I got swept up. I was you supposed just to do have... your own thing. I just get, just get confused. You don't care about the rankings. So I've actually got the Spurs at five. And the reason, I just think the Spurs will get better this year. I think DeMar in another year in the system. DeJounte back. I think they're secretly semi got some depth about mm. them, which is good. Mm. I like Derek White another year under his belt. We saw what he did in that game against Denver in the playoffs. Dropped like 36 points. Yes. Something absurd like that. Bryn Forbes will shoot the ball. Paddy Mills is like their fourth guard. Rudy Gay is still there. I think they're ready for like their semi, not contention, but try and be up there with the best of the West. A mini veterans run like the Mavs did. A little mm. mini veterans run. It's, it's good. LaMarcus is still going to do his thing. Eh. It's not the craziest take. And I want to agree with you. <laughs> um, but the Spurs can do it from any playoff position, I feel, with the roster that they have. Um, and I think with their load management, with their older players and the way the pop, the way that Pop likes to coach, um, they're still going to finish in the eight, but they're going to finish eighth. Um, I think DeJounte Murray coming off an ACL, they've got to be cautious. DeMar DeRozan, LaMarcus Aldridge will get their fair share of rest. So will Rudy Gay. Um, but they've got depth to cover it. And I think that's going to be enough to be able to drive them to a playoff position. I just don't think, I don't think that they're be... convincing enough to be able to finish around, you know, a fourth yeah. spot. You've got it. You got them fifth. That's close. I think they close. can push. They can push as well. They I can push gonna, to the fourth. We're gonna have a good year from Demar this year, man. We're gonna have a really good year. And I we're think gonna have revenge. Dejounte. I think Dejounte is not one of those players that needs a a break that hardcore for ACL. I think he's a bit of a freak show in terms of an mm. athlete. And from what I saw in the preseason, even against Houston, yeah. I saw some good defense on Harden, man, where he was moving really nicely and looked comfortable shooting the ball. He's a lot handier than maybe we can not remember. We know how good he is, yeah. but I think we're going to see him take another step from where he was going to go prior to the ACL. I think if Fair they enough. do make the fall, it's not surprising. Um, no one's going to be surprised. You're going to be like, like oh, yeah, that's shit. right. They do yeah. that. We always forget about them. We, we always forget them. about them. So, let's not, yeah. But if they do make it, we'll just say, oh, it's the Spurs. That's yeah, exactly we're told right. to say, hey, that's what we said, remember? <laughs> so we can't lose. Moving on, potentially the most improved team in the West are the LA Clippers, 48 and 34, equal record with the Spurs last year, but finished eighth. Dwayne? Your man Kawhi has gone to the West. He's joined the Clippers. We already know. They got the baddest man with the baddest hands in all the land. <laughs> He's the best player in the world. And the board man gets paid. <laughs> the board man gets paid. Come on, man. You got Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. You got two two-way elite players. What more can you ask for? Like, history shows when you have two two-way elite players, you win championships. Uh, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade. You don't just win championships, you dominate the regular season. And because they have these two, I feel they'll make the uh, they'll be the top team in the West. And obviously with the rest of the, the rest of the guys they have, Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell, Jermichael Green, Patrick Patterson, the list goes on and on. Landry so, Shamet. Landry Shamet, they're so deep. It's really hard to find a flaw with them. The only thing I would say is probably the height at the center position. It's Zubac. It's, it's just Zubac. Yeah, it's just Zubac. When you come up against the monsters throughout yeah. the season, maybe they can get a hold of you and bead and all that sort of thing. But, but you only have to worry. Where have you got them finishing? First. First. You got them finishing third. Yeah. I got them finishing third only because Paul George's, and I hate to talk about injuries, but it's a reality of the situation. Paul George's shoulders, I think Kawhi is still, I know Doc Rivers said he's probably not going to be managed as heavily as he was at Toronto. I still think he will be. And I think with them is. What Kawhi's established is 
He knows when it gets to the playoffs, what he can do and what he's going to do. They just need to get into a good enough position where they can play a pretty easy team in the first round, get that done, keep rolling. And then at the end of the day, if it gets to the Lakers versus the Clippers, it doesn't matter about home court because it's in LA. Yeah. <laughs> so I reckon, yeah, they're just going to do what they need to do to get the top three spot or third spot rather, and they'll take it from there. Other Clippers finishing first. They're mm. just way too deep. Um, Paul George's shoulders are 100% a concern, and I see him missing some time throughout the season. Um, same with Kawhi with his load management. We know he's going to miss games, um, but I'm on the same wagon as Dwayne. That team is so deep. They won 48 games yep. last season um, without those two. You're adding Kawhi. I think he puts out, what, at least 60 games this season? Probably more? Yeah. Yeah. And Paul George isn't going to miss considerable time. Look at this team, and I think they just want to establish dom- dominance in LA. They haven't mm-hmm. been this good in a very long time. They're historically one of the worst franchises we've ever seen. This is a yeah. chance for them to really turn it around and prove that they can build a fan base in LA, and that means something to them. I think they're going to finish first. Oh, I saw, yeah, I'm sold. I've got them second. Um, partly because I think they'll still be the second best team in LA. Oh, you reckon? Oh. I do reckon. Yeah, so do I. So do I for the regular season. For the regular season. For the regular season, I have to calm myself down from separating when you regular talk season about, and mm. postseason. But yeah, go on. Will you bring in load management with Paul George and Kawhi? I don't see much scoring if they're resting compared to what when we get on to the, talking about that. the Lakers. I can see that. They need one of them on the court. At I all think. Times. I think coming off forty-eight and adding those two players, yeah, they do get. To one. the top two, yeah, and they one. could absolutely finish top, but uh, that's just my my view. I reckon they'll uh, I reckon they'll slot in second, and I think that's pretty bloody good. Pretty good. I'll take it. Who's next? Ninth on the list: Sacramento Kings, thirty nine wins, forty three losses, missed out on the playoffs by nine wins. There was a big gap between that eight and nine spot. Don't think it'll be the same this year. Mm. Um, a lot of us have Kings around fringe. Anyone got a different take? No, I do. Why? I got him. I got him eighth. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, tell me why. The Oracle. Well, I think they've they've had great player development the last two years. De'Aaron Fox, from his rookie season to his sophomore season, usually there's a sophomore wall, right? This guy just went bang through the roof. And I feel like Bagley's going to have the same improvement this year. That guy played like 25 minutes coming off the bench last year, but he'll be playing, he'll be oh, playing starting up. minutes. He's starting this year. He's starting. And I feel like they've got a nice duo there. They are kind of deep. Harrison Barnes... I know you don't like him. The finals, I get it. No, but he's a good, he's, he's a good role player. To have them. Yeah, he's sold to have them. They've got Bogdanovich. Bogdan Bogdanovich. And you don't pick up guys like Trevor Ariza if you think you're going to finish outside the eight. Like those are the those role players help you make the eight. Or you know, obviously with Houston, he helped them get to the conference finals. But you don't pick up guys like that unless you're trying to make the eight. I don't think they're going to be stepping up that much. I think they've got improvement in them. I really like Buddy Hield. I think they could have just got a better player. For or they could have got a center, they could have got something a little bit better. They could have pushed for maybe a Vucevic for a contract instead of Harrison Barnes. They could have made a little bit more of a push in a really stacked West. I think they're in a rock and a hard place until they get another piece. What do you have them finishing? I've got them finishing probably 11th. Oof, 11th. Oof. I've, so, yeah, 11th. I've got the Pel, I've got Pels and Mavericks higher than them. So mm. I have the Kings just missing the eight, finishing ninth. Um, I think they're about a year off. 
actually being able to make the playoffs. I think the first year under Luke Walton is going to take a little bit of figuring out. They've got a couple of guys who are going to play for contracts this year, which I think is going to work against them. When you look at Heald and Bogdanovich, they're going to want to try and prove their worth. Um, and it's going to take away from other guys' games. Um, I think Bagley's going to have a massive season. He's got a silky smooth jump shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and he brings you energy. But he doesn't play at one pace. And I think that's so important for a big man who's this, um, got his type of athleticism. So really like the Kings. But it's the same argument for most teams. The West just got that much better. And I cannot fit them in my eight. Mikey? I can't fit them in the eight. I think they're going to be a, probably ninth, tenth again. But not nine games out of the eight this time. Let's say three or four. I think they improve uh, because you can still improve on 39 wins and finish 10th this year. It is one of those kind of seasons. It is one of yeah, those seasons where you can win five more games but go down on the ranking. Yeah. So I, I think they'll obviously see some more development, but uh, nah, so that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, next on the list, the probably the second most improved team in the West. I am the most improved The Los team. Angeles Lakers. The most improved team in the NBA. Easily. Improved? Yeah. Easily. From in terms of like the regular season. In terms of regular season regular wins. They did only win thirty seven last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thirty seven yeah. So they're winning fifty plus easy. Yeah. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna get they're gonna finish second for me just purely on A D and LeBron. I know we don't talk about injuries and every all factors being equal, that duo is probably, one. is probably the best is the best duo in the NBA. Like I'm not sure there's a better duo in the NBA. You got a better duo for regular Yeah, season. I got the Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. At full health, both both duos at full health. Both duos at full health. Yeah, I think AD is better than Paul George, and I think I'm gonna LeBron is a little smidgen below Kawhi. He's definitely given up the oh, crown. Wow. He's given up. LeBron's given up the crown. Has he? Yeah, yeah. but he's gonna want to get it back. The AD kicker is. It's funny because off there you were telling me that he's the oldest man in the world. And <laughs> yeah, he's still second. He's breaking down. Yeah, I said he's second. He's not better than Kawhi. Is he but better than Kawhi? Yeah, finishing higher than the Clips. Yeah, but postseason. I'm talking about regular season now. Yeah, fair. That's that's fair. the that's always the difference now. Still got to go through the 82. I get it though. I, I get just it. think they got a good. They're going to have a good enough duo for them to get yeah. enough wins to finish second, and I think they're going to want it. I cannot disagree with you. I think AD and LeBron are the best duo in the league. Simple as that. I mean, However, I just do not. I I do not think the Lakers Dwayne have enough depth. So white. <laughs> I just do not think the, the the Lakers have enough depth to be able to compete with the Clippers over an 82-game season. They're going to have to rest a lot more players than they, they are. Yeah. Um, they've got a lot more older players than the Clippers do as well. Um, and that center depth, I'm just not convinced. JaVel McGee, Dwight Howard, DeMarcus Cousins out for the season. Two very experienced guys that have been around the block a couple of times as well. So that it might be... Like, why can't Anthony Davis just man up and play the five? Yeah, if they play the five, then you can play Kuzma at the four, then you can play LeBron yeah. at the three, and then you can play, I don't know, Bradley and Long. No, you still play Danny Long. Green at the three and or LeBron at the point guard. He doesn't like No, Danny Owens. Green can play at the two. He doesn't like what? Owens. Yeah, he's a crybaby. He's a crybaby, but he's going to have to man up now because he's got what he wants. He's gone to the, the Lakers, and we're going to have to see him dominate, and I think he can dominate like we haven't seen him do before during the regular season. You know what stands out? Just how big they are. They're, yeah, they're big. Lanky. They're lankies. They're like the monsters. When you put LeBron at that point guard <laughs> position, any team's going to look big. They're massive. So they're, they're a big team. And we're going to get the freshest LeBron and Anthony Davis we've seen in at least six years. But they so, like shooting, for sure. They like shooting, for sure. I agree with that in terms of spacing. That's why apparently Kuzma is going to be doing that. I haven't bought it. And again, that's with the postseason take. But 
We'll see. They still got LeBron and KD. So Dom, you have them second or third? I have them second. Dwayne? I have them second. And you know how you said you were watching Tate you're gonna be watching Tatum real closely? Yeah. I'm gonna be watching Kuzma real closely. Yeah. Okay. Real yeah, close. Because I don't I, I don't know Dwayne. if he's made the improvements like people have said he's made. He's very stern. Yeah, yeah. Not, I like that. I'm not buying it either. Put some heat on him. He doesn't play any defense. He doesn't play any defense. And he like it's not like he's a great shooter. He's like, you know, hot and cold. You're preaching to the choir for Kuzma. I don't like Kuzma. Yeah. But they got A D and LeBron. That's all. That's that's all that matters. I've got him sitting top. Yeah, king. Uh, absolutely, the king is going to finish top. You're a king lover. I am a king lover. Everyone here is. All right, everyone here is. I guess. Uh, I I actually disagree with you on the shooting. Like I do. I think their shooting comes off the bench. You look at uh, Quinn Cook. He's he can shoot the ball. Not bad. Troy Daniels can shoot the ball. Yeah, you reckon? I think Troy Daniels can absolutely shoot the ball. Okay, right. Not in limited minutes. All this right, is yeah. limited minutes. Yeah, right. Avery Bradley can shoot the ball. Yeah. Uh, Kuzma can shoot the ball. That's the debate we're going to have. Right. Have LeBron debate. James will score at least two three pointers a game this year. That's his battle. Minimum. Let's just give or take when he's on. The King's going to finish top, and that's uh, that's what I reckon. All right. All right. We'll see. Moving on. I'm going to break the rules here. We've got the Timberwolves and the Grizz coming up next. But, you know, we've kind of rounded out our eights. Um, and we're kind of looking at our fringe teams now. And we've all got a couple of fringe teams that we definitely want to talk about. We'll start with the New Orleans Pelicans. Obviously, massive loss with Anthony Davis. But they got Dick kissed in the draft. <laughs> and they got Zion Williamson. The man job. Um, so the Pelicans. Dwayne, I'll start with you. Where do you have the Pelicans finishing? Uh, I have them finishing 11th just because I, the West is so, is so hard and I think it's going to take some growing pains for Zion and um, I don't think Lonzo and Brandon Ingram are prove, proven winners even though they've been in the league three years and they've had a lot of hype on them. Drew's going to kill it, I feel. But yeah, just, just growing pains for me, 11th. I've got them finishing 10th. I, think, I don't think Zion's going to play much a crazy amount of the season. And he's the kicker for them. If he was playing and I was confident, I think this injury that just comes through yeah. recently is probably going to think about their long-term vision and viewpoints on him. Um, he played a lot of minutes in the preseason and he's already had a injury that they said he's not a standard knee resting or anything like that. So I think they're going to baby him as much as they can. They'll get what they can out of him. And then, yeah, he's not going to play 82 games. And, and I, that's hate the doing, difference. I hate doing injury takes. Yeah, but I know. Mm. And I Those... hate to play that because he's a baller and if he was playing and he was... Gonna start the season. Have in the yeah. I'd have them right up there, and I probably do, and I probably would if that, and that was the case. But it's just not. You just can't. Those knees are a ticking time bomb. Mm. He's too top heavy. They're yeah. gonna like have the to biggest... reassess his weight. Do you know where the biggest and buzz then... kill people ever right now on Zion Williamson? Because everyone's like creaming their pants over him. We're here talking about his injuries, but it's the reality for yeah. us. That's but, what but, we really. But think. this is our Pelicans take, and yeah. exactly right. we want him to make the eight. But I look at that roster, and it was built to center around Zion. Yeah, and if he's not on the court. It's not that they're going to struggle to create their shot, but they're just not going to have that power Offense. punch and confidence to be able to finish off games. I think you can really give him the ball already and he can just go and get yeah. it. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's already that type yeah. of player. Yeah. Um, he might not have a jump shot, but it doesn't matter the way he gets to the rim and the way he contorts his body and he's... Yeah, in the air. It's outrageous. He's it's outrageous. The free throw so I don't want to be like... arms dunking the ball. I don't, yeah, it's fucked up. I don't want to be like real 
buzzkill with it, but I really think they're going to baby him this year, and yeah. I don't want to be too crazy on him. I think they've got a little bit to figure out, and they don't have anything to worry about. They have just built a solid foundation mm-hmm. for their future yeah. with mm-hmm. the picks that they made and the free agent that they got. They'll wait till next season. They're not going to take a risk on Zion. I've got them 10. Mikey, quick one. Yeah, 10th, 11th, uh, same deal as before with the Kings. They'll obviously win a lot more games. Um, if Zion was in the in the lineup from game week one and fresh, then I would have almost had him in the eight. But then again, he might miss and come back with that big cheesy smile and uh, take the eighth anyway, just go and get his. But yeah, again, I have him in 10th. So next down is the Dallas Mavericks. Finished second last with the same record as the Pelicans. Um, however, they have got Kristaps Porzingis yeah. returning. Looking Year pretty jacked. Year and a half, we haven't seen him. Looking like Must Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say that. From Rocky Four. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. So I got to, I really wanted to put them in my eight. Mm. Oh, I been, really, yeah. really wanted to put them in my eight. I had them in and out and in and out. And then you just can't bank on, off the back of that ACL, what his history is like, finishing mm. out seasons anyway. He doesn't do it very strongly. I just think they're going to, again, baby him to a point where they're really comfortable with his longevity with Luca. They're going to figure out the chemistry, how it works, setting out the plays for them, getting it all primed, ready to go, and then probably unleash them the year after. But I think this Luca is just a sicko fucko. Mm. And I think with a year of seeing what the NBA is like and going back, this is probably the first preseason he's been able to actually work on his game for how many... He They play 82... They play 70 games in the EuroLeague with the... EuroLeague and then the actual like Champions League or whatever they have. The last four years he hasn't been able to play, hasn't been able to train in the summer. His game's going to come back honed. I don't think he's going to be taking as many silly shots. He could be in some crazy conversations for all team, mm. all NBA teams, like first teams or second teams. I think he makes all-star teams. If he improves on his rookie season stat line alone, that's going to be incredible. That's we already crazy. know on, 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 the eye test, on the eye test, he's going to be a better player. We already know that. I don't like the look of this roster, the way it's made up. I love Luka Doncic. Kristaps Porzingis, we already know that they're going to have to load manage him throughout the season. And then I look beyond Tim Hardaway Jr. and I see this massive drop-off. What else do they have to offer? And it's just really hard in the West when you've got these teams that either have two absolute superstars up the top or they've just got really good depth at every position. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard for me to see them going out and winning a lot of games. I think they know they've got another season beyond this. They own their draft pick this offseason, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's a good opportunity for them to go out in the draft, get another player. I don't think they're going to try to lose by any means, not with Luger out there. But I have them sitting at 11th. I don't have them anywhere near my eight, to be honest. Mikey? See, this is where I'm confused. I agree with you. I think they're going to finish 11th. However, I think Luka Doncic's talent is transcending and once in a generational in terms of where he started say let's say two years ago from that crop there's no one that's going to be better for a very long time it's like a little luca fap session it is it is all right and lucky these microphones pick up too much sound so i'm not going to touch anything but he makes me it makes we me know. feel good we know. so that's the thing where i'm confused is because i think luca's so good but then i'm saying he's not going to make the eight well they're going to have a good team around you in the west you do. I'm more probably higher on their team in terms of the pieces and the role players they've got. 
to think that they can get to the A. It's not just purely on Luka. I actually don't. I like Seth Curry as a floor spacer. I like Dwight Powell, who's going to be playing hard every minute. He's a high IQ player. Will roll to the basket for Luka, get easy shots for him off that playmaking. I think Tim Hardaway Jr. is so shit on defense. It's so bad. It's so awful to watch. But I think he can just shoot the three ball. He can actually get hot when they might need to. I don't like. I don't mind DeLon Wright defensively as a point guard starting next to Luca. We'll see. We'll see. It's a crazy take. It's a crazy take, but I think they're going to finish ninth. It's yeah. not crazy. It's not and crazy. I'll tell you what, Mikey. You can have transcendent players on shit teams. Mm. I mean, look at Anthony Davis at New Orleans. For all those years, he didn't get help. They still point. were nowhere near the top. Mm. Um, I really like that we're not all... On the same... On the same page with this Mavericks team. I just feel like... I, I feel like they're at a different point in their franchise than where you think they're trying... What they're trying to achieve. That roster for me is, is trash outside of those two stars. Oh, we'll see. Um, so we'll circle back again and go back to sixth where we saw the Oklahoma City Thunder. We're coming into our bottom four now and the remaining teams we have are Thunder, Timberwolves, Grizzlies and the Suns. Um... Again, all the different points of their franchise rebuild. But OKC's is probably the most interesting given the different pieces they have at the moment. Um, Dwayne, I'll start with you. What's your take with OKC? It's weird. If they if this roster stays the way it is for the whole season, if like Chris Paul or Danilo ain't traded before the deadline, I could see them doing a um a Clippers, what what the Clippers did last season, having making like just being that eighth spot, but uh, I don't feel like that that will happen. They'll be twelfth. I have them ranked twelfth, just because I feel like one of those guys are going to get traded before the uh, before that deadline. One or both of them will get are getting mm. moved. I agree with Dwayne. As a roster constructed as it is, it's probably a top eight roster. It's better than some of the ones that are out there, one hundred percent. In terms of making the out, I think their roster is probably better from top to bottom. Probably better than Portland's roster. It's right up there with some of the teams that we've got at the Mavericks and the Kings and things like that with CP3 and Danilo. Um, and Adams and Shea Gallegis is probably going to have a massive breakout season. But both of them, both both are probably going to get traded. You have to sell high on CP3 before he gets injured. And with Danilo, he's on an expiring, so you take what you can get and that's it. That's a uh, crazy hot take you dropped there with what? OKC's lineup probably being better than the Blazers top to bottom. Um, we can talk about that another day, but um, I don't think this roster is staying together and Oklahoma City have every intention of trying to lose and maximising the pick that they have and the other picks that they own. Chris Paul will be on another roster by the end of the season, guaranteed. And um, maybe Stephen Adams. I have OKC finishing second last, simply because I don't think they yeah. want to win. They're gonna, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, honestly, I think they could finish 12th, but they don't want to. They're going to lose, the they're gonna we're, lose we're so many games. They're going to play guys. They're going to pretend like Chris Paul's got a million injuries throughout the season. And they're just not going... <laughs> pretty much. They're going to finish bottom But can they they're trade, gonna, they're can gonna they finish trade him? I think, that, I think some sucker's going to take his contract. 100%. He'll ball, he'll ball out. You'll tell someone there, there are, in a situation that have overachieved at the start of the season, give up, and they... Yeah, give up something for There are right. other bad contracts out there or longer contracts that teams don't want to commit to. They'll be able to take on Chris Paul. He's a veteran point guard at the very least. He's going to provide leadership in the locker room that needs it. Mm. So, second last for the... Mikey? It's, it's, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. I don't think much needs to be said. They're, they're a team that... They're rebuilding. they're rebuilding. Chris Paul's going to go. Adams might go. And they don't want to win games. Uh, and to be honest, they probably can't. 
after that happens. Yeah. So. Like they, no matter how hard they try, they won't. And then, do what you want to go through? Do we want to go through mini? Because mini are a ticking time bomb for me. Yeah. They lose this year. Start. It starts to get Carl Anthony time. Thirty six and forty six last year. Do they win more? Or do they I win less? I think I say roughly... They win give, less. Give or take, roughly the same. We haven't finishing. Probably, what is it? They'll be fourth from bottom. So 12th. Yeah, 12th. 12th. Yeah, 12th, 13th. Something like that. In my opinion. And then Carl Anthony Towns, we're going to start hearing the rumblings. Yeah. The rumblings. He's going to want out. He's not going to be happy with the front office, with the team, with the moves. 35 and 17. I'm finished at 13. Yeah. It's, it's Anthony Davis, rinse and repeat. And there you go from there, in my opinion. Have them finishing 14th. They're not, I do not like that roster at all. Jeff Teague, he's probably going to be in and out of the team, always injured. Uh, I can't pronounce his name probably. Josh Okogi, he's good, good defender. But they, they've got a rookie in Jared Culver, who I'm not sure what to expect from him. Andrew Wiggins, I mean, so talented, but very lazy on both ends, offense and defense. If he's not if he's not jacking up shots, what is he doing? Yeah, he's not doing anything. We've had this we've had, had this talk a thousand times. Yep. I mean, Co- Robert Covington is he their second best player? Is he their pal- is he he's a second best player? Yeah. You can't have Robert Covington as your second best player. He's a he's a oh, one of the best role players. Yeah, but you can't he can't be your second best. No player. No way. Are the Wolves finishing thirteenth? Um, there's not too much to say about them. Carl Anthony Towns is gonna is gonna bring it every night. Robert Covington. Missing a lot of last season, he's gonna definitely give him much needed defense mm-hmm. um, that Andrew Wiggins just cannot do at all. Um, I'm interested in what Jared Culver can bring. Will they start him? I've heard rumblings of him maybe getting some point guard duties here and there. That'll be interesting. I really don't rate Jeff Teague. I think he is the center of their problems because they just haven't had a good playmaking point guard for Carl Anthony Towns. And I think if they get that, they can definitely do something with this roster. But as it stands at the moment. It's just really plain, not offering a lot Trash. on either side of the floor. It's going to really be hard for them to win games in the West, especially in the division that's um, containing Portland, Denver, and the Jazz. Yeah. So I haven't finishing 13th. So throwing to the Grizzlies. They're probably going to last. 12th? Last. Yeah? Yeah, last. I think I've got them last as well. Last. They should. They should want to finish last. Oh. They've got good young talent. Mm. They've, you know they've drafted the right pieces. Um, they've brought in Ja Morant this season, as well as Brandon Clark, two pretty good pickups. Yeah. Fantastic um, pickups, awesome. man. They're so lucky to have, they're so lucky to have Ja Morant get, um, get the second pick yep. in, in the draft for them. So that's fantastic. And they should want to lose again and get another piece, like another top one to two pick in the draft if they can. They're just going to struggle night in, night out while they're yeah. trying to figure it out. They're a that's very young team. Jaron Jackson Jr., Mm-hmm. We all know he's going to be a stud, um, but it's just not enough. They're, yeah, that's they're going to bring Brown. Fine. They're going to bring Grant House back. In yeah, that's fine. We know it. Yeah. So we've got them all finishing. So wait yeah. And lastly, the worst team in the NBA was it last year, or just the worst team in the West? The worst team in the West. In the West. Worst team in the West. The Phoenix Suns, nineteen and sixty-three. They picked. They brought in Ricky Rubio. They drafted Cam Johnson. Yeah, so shit. They're so shit. They also brought in Dario Saric and Aaron Baines. A little bit of depth yeah. in, the, in, a, in some forward positions. Um, they've never drafted well outside of Devin Booker. They've obviously got Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton there. Um, I'll go with my take first. I've got them finishing 12th. 
I just think Devin Booker is too hungry to keep on losing like this. Talk about guys who are going to start complaining if there are no wins on the board. He is going to want out so quickly when he's seeing everyone else winning and he's just losing at the bottom hey, with this crappy sun scene. It's a marriage made in heaven then. You bring Cat and Devin Booker back together mm-hmm. hey. and run it back. What happens if that- D'Angelo brings them to Golden State? <gasps> no. No. I don't know if this is going to happen, but they want to try and play DeAndre Aiden at the power forward. Yeah, I think that's silly. And I think it's a silly move, but he seems to want to do it. He likes to play at the power forward, so hopefully um, we can see if he's bringing any improvement there and putting Aaron Baines at the five. It's quoted, um, he was born and raised in the power forward position. Yeah, that's what he said. I don't know, yeah. He, I don't know where he thinks he was born, but he's yeah. a straight up number five, and that's where he should play. Yeah. Did you see that? DeAndre Aiden. So I've got them finishing probably, yeah, second last, no improvement. Devin Booker's out of town. Catch low, you later. Low key, I don't think Cam Johnson will be that bad. I think he's going to be shit. I don't you think, think he's going to be, be bad. I don't and think I, he'll be that bad. So what do you reckon? I've just seen a bit of him in the preseason. I know it's the preseason, but he can shoot. He yeah. can shoot. He can yeah. flat shoot the ball. He's coming in very, very prepared, Dom. Five years of college. Oh, fuck, man. Five years and they gave up. So when he... When, Jarrett Culver is going to be 23 or 24. This guy's going to be like 30 years old. That's what you're telling me, huh? But Dom, you can't bring in Jarrett Culver when you've got Devin Booker there. I don't care. Anyone else. could have been DeAndre Hunter to get to the wing position. It could have been anyone else except him. Uh, I'm not. I'm you not just don't him. like it because he was taken so high. Well, they if traded it... up. I like Dario. I love Dario. But I think for what that team needs, you need the best talent, the best young talent possible to build something and... For what their roster is, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to do much. Like, but even, I, I, if I mean anything, I mean appease Booker to stay. I, I look at the roster that they brought in, and they brought in guys who aren't very young, but on the verge of taking that step into that 26, 27 years old range. Yeah. Which is where you want the prime, which is the prime of your career. Yeah. Yeah. I want it with good players. So I thought they brought in Cam Johnson, Aaron Baines, Frank Kaminsky, Dario Saric, Tyler Johnson, Ricky Rubio, because. They're trying, and it's this not is, great, but they're trying to convince them. This is how they up, try? Hey, we want to put you in a position to win, not to just keep losing and rebuilding. They can't draft This makes shit, it man. worse. This makes it worse. They can't draft for shit, and they've proven that. They've got to find a different way to rebuild, and I think this is what they need to do. This is bad. If this is what they need to do, this is bad for wanting to keep Booker. That's my take. This is bad. Stupid. Oh, I'm in I want to see Devin Booker go to the Lakers. Stupid. Really? That's a conversation for another day. That is our Western Conference. That's a Western Conference. I reckon we nailed it on the fucking head. It's going to be interesting <laughs> to see what happens. I hope you do think that, Dominic. I reckon yeah. each one of us got it right. I don't know how that works because there'll be three of us got it wrong. We all got it right, but we all got it wrong. 100%. That's really good. I'll stand by my picks. And that is the night. That's it. Perfect. We'll be back. The next, the next time we come back, the season would have started. I know. So oh. just remember, in between now and the start of the season, we're going to post our Western 8 on all social media. So follow us on all social media and have a listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Um, make sure you subscribe as well. That's it from Melbourne. Dwayne. We'll do that. See ya. Dom.